Hello, and welcome to the Bigger Braver Life Show. I'm your host, Angela Marie Williams. As an entrepreneur and success coach, my mission is to empower you to realize your dreams and potential through transformational experiences. The purpose of this show is to inspire your positive change by learning from a community of those paving the way to a bigger, braver life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bigger Braver Life Show. I'm Angela Williams. I'm a success coach, and I'm so excited to have you here today. Today is episode 10, and we are joined by the amazing Lindsay Tramel Jones. She is the CEO of Organized Chaos Design. I'm so excited for you to hear her story. So I am going to turn it over to Lindsay. And Lindsay, please tell us about you and your work in this world and share with us your story. All right. Thank you for having me, Angela. As she said, my name is Lindsay Tramell Jones, and I am the owner of Organized Chaos Design Company, and we are a brand identity design agency that's geared toward women coaches. Because women, we all wear so many different hats, and we usually are making ourselves smaller in our nine to five. So that often spills over to our business when we become entrepreneurs. So our mission for our business, for my um, agency, is to help women stop trading in their authenticity for a paycheck. That's our whole goal. <laughs> Besides my business, I am a active duty soldier. So my full time is I serve in the Army. I've been in for almost 15 years. I'm at that downward slope. This is my retirement plan. I am married and I have two girls. I'm a new mom again. That's what I like to say. So I have one that's 12 and then one that's nine months. So I have my 12 year old things and I have my baby things that's going on. But overall, I'm just trying to live my best, bigger, braver life (laughs) while juggling all this other stuff. Yes, that's a lot and so many amazing things. I'm really excited to dig into that more. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey and what inspired you to start this business and how you're living that bigger, braver life? Okay, so I started my business. I kind of haphazardly fell into entrepreneurship. So when, <laughs> when I graduated from college, I'll start from there. I graduated from college in 2006 with a communication arts degree. But in 2006, the world was in a recession. There were no jobs. And all the employees were like, hey, you need at least five years of experience. Or I'm going to get five years of experience while I spent the last four years in college. I don't know where that's going to come from. Anyway, I took my friend to a recruiting to recruiting station because she was thinking about joining the military. And she has Crohn's disease, so she was disqualified. So then they started speaking to me and they said, we'll pay back your student loans. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> Where do I sign? (laughs) So they pay back my student loans and I chose a job. So my plan was I'm just going to do about five years because that's how much experience I need. I chose a job that aligned with my degree. So I was just, so I've always been in the communication arts field, whether it's video, photo. I learned photo in the dark room. So that's aging myself, but I, I've always been in that career field. So once I got to one duty station and a friend of mine asked me to create her a wedding pamphlet and she's a wedding photographer. And I was like, I can do that. It's easy. So I did it. She was like, you know, you're really good. People would pay for this service. People would pay. This lady was asking, she, this lady was asking to pay her like $500 for the same thing that I did for her for like nothing. And I was like, really? 
So I started the business and I like to say that it was more of a hobby than a business in the beginning because it was just kind of like, I'm just out here doing stuff, whatever. It's my career field. But then, so I always believe that regardless of my own personal business or within the military, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep climbing. (laughs) I'm going to keep succeeding, being successful. And I was getting prepared to be promoted. And I had someone that's high ranking to me looking over my stuff. And he said, you know what? When women, when you guys get older, you become less competitive because you have babies and you gain weight. So when you do get that rank, you're you're not going to be making decisions, but your packet looks good. So that's like, it was like, wait, did he really just say that? Wow. You always hear about people feeling this way or thinking particular ways about women in military, women in workforce, just women in general. But when you actually hear it, it's just like, this is real. It's it's like finding out Santa Claus really isn't real. Right. (laughs) Right. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, kids. But (laughs) it just took me, it, it just took me back. So then from that moment on, my business went from being a hobby to I got to have a mission because this is, I'm the army's only, the military is only 1% of the population. So the good, the bad, the ugly, I know it's just not a problem right here. It's, it's got to be a problem elsewhere. So I wanted to be able to bring my piece of the puzzle to help women create those businesses where they can redefine success. So here we are four years in the business and we are developing to an agency, have a couple contractors on the team. So I don't have to do all the work myself and we're just growing. And Congrats. Thank you. That's a wonderful place to be when you've grown it to the point where you can hire and have someone else support you in that work. And it's not all, yeah. like, all you all the time. Yes. So tell us about the puzzle piece that you bring that you mentioned, you're like, I, I bring my piece, right? So what is that that you're supporting others with? So what we bring is we help, first, we have women identify a brand strategy. So like I said earlier, when you're in your nine to five, you have this, you're trying not to be too loud or too feminine or too girly or too all this other stuff. So when you get into your, when you become an entrepreneur, it's definitely a mindset, mindset shift. And when they work with us, usually, like I said, I started like a hobby business and then people started a hobby business and we're like, okay, let's get serious. You have to start creating, start thinking about things differently. So we pull in their authenticity to create their brand voice, their brand values, their logos, their website, and we create copywriting so that they have a complete visual identity that aligns with who they are, what they stand for, and not that fake version of them that they've been wearing at work. Hello. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I I think that's such a really, such a good point because there's a lot of politics and, you know, bureaucracy and rules and, you know, the patriarchy pieces that all are coming into these work systems. And you're right. It's like, how do we stand on our own and be bold and be brave in this place that doesn't feel like necessarily we can. We're not sure what's going to happen. Is that going to impact our livelihood? Like what's going on here? Yeah, you're correct. It's so much, it happens. I think we're so used to it that we don't even realize that it's happening. And then now that the world is so digital and everybody sees everything, then it's bringing it to, it's bringing it to the forefront. You're starting to think, well, 
maybe that isn't right. So <laughs> hello, right. We need to know. And this is part of the reason that I wanted to start the show, the mm-hmm. group, the women building a bigger, braver life, because I want us to be able to share in community, share these lessons, share these things that are, Hey, this is actually happening, but Hey, guess what? You can do something different. Yeah. We learn, you know, from each other and we learn together and we get inspired and bold from other people's actions. So that's why I love hearing people's bigger, braver life stories. So actually I want to go back and ask you, so when that was said to you in the workforce, what do you do? How'd you respond to that? I think I was, I was just so taken back. Yeah. I was just like, Roger that. (laughs) (laughs) Message received. That's all I could say, but it always, it always stuck with me. And this was years ago and it stuck with me to the point where one, it helped me. It did help me kickstart my business and start being like serious. But then my last duty station. So I don't want to be like all men in military back, but I had my male leadership. And at this point I was actually pregnant and he was like, I want you to fill in for me for 45 days. And I was like, are you sure? Because you, you you see all this? like, <laughs> Yeah. He was like, I don't care. And he helped solidify the idea that not every, they're, everybody doesn't think the same way. And there are people that's like, I don't care if you are 10 months pregnant, you are still capable of doing this job. You're, that doesn't take away from what you know and the things that you're able to do. So I really appreciated being able to get that opportunity from him because he could have chosen somebody else, but he chose me. And I was like, when it was like four or five months pregnant with my daughter at that time. So it was an experience. But it, it helped me grow. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like that reality motivated you to be more independent and grow your own passions. So I want to talk about that mindset shift that you mentioned from going from, you know, a hobby business to let's make this a profitable, serious thing. Can you talk a little bit more to some of those mindset shifts? I think that's a real thing. So once I shifted that this is going to be a profitable business, I kept that mission at the forefront and like what I want to accomplish through that mission. So everything that I did, any little piece of my, like about any piece, like I try to focus on networking, education, and then business. Those are like my three little pillars of of the agency. So anytime that I like dive into a networking piece, it's like, well, what is the mission? What is the purpose of doing that? And don't just be doing things just to be doing it. Like if it doesn't support the mission, then I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Another thing about the mindset shift is I had to start thinking outside of me. So a lot of times you think everybody's thinking, like, well, of course, why wouldn't you think like that? <laughs> um, but I had to start thinking outside of me and then bringing in a team because in the military, I have a team and I take their input and it's easier to bounce ideas off the of teams versus you yourself bringing things in. So once I brought in that, brought in some team members, it was easier to start moving in that upward direction and stop thinking about, well, this is my baby. This is my business. I don't want nobody else touching it. But and we, that mindset had to be, well, it's, I started it, but is we we are a service. We're serving the people. So that was some of those mindset shifts. Thank you for sharing that. And it really complements what I work with, with my clients as well. So mm-hmm. 
whether you are a business owner or an individual looking to live your bigger, braver life, I'm really mm-hmm. supporting them in getting clarity on their mission, vision, and values. Because what's happening is when you can communicate, for example, your mission, like you just said, you're able to make more efficient decisions, right? You're able to say, nope, that doesn't support my mission. I'm not just going to go do things to waste time. You're able to clearly move forward. And I don't know about for you, but for me, it motivates me to do things even when it's hard or even when we don't feel like we have that energy. It's like that mission fuels me. So I think it's so important to have those elements. And and that just is such a great example of that. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. I had a marketing coach and she said that your journey, you have to be on your journey for somebody else to start theirs. Uh, And and I was like, that is so true. So if she was like, just just think about it. If you haven't been on that journey, if that guy hadn't said that one thing to you, if you haven't started that business and the people that you've been able to help, their journey wouldn't be where it's at. So it is, she was like, you, it is a, um, a ripple effect. So continue on your journey, continue to Focus on whatever your mission is, because if you're not on that mission, everybody else can't do what they need to do that's connected to you. Right. And it's easy to get lost in other people's missions or mm-hmm. you know, their trajectory. And, and we kind of lose ourselves a little bit, our individuality and our authenticity when we're not connected to those things. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's such a good point. It is. I was going to say, especially with the social media age, like you see everybody doing everything and you're like, well, I need to do this because this person has this and I need to do this. And this is one thing we teach our, we teach our clients when we get into their strategy is like you, why are you, some people are offering things that they don't even like doing. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. (laughs) But you see all these people, your Instagram favorites or your whatever favorites, you're like, well, this person's doing this, I should try it, but it doesn't align with who you are or your mission. Right. Right. So we just, let's, let's try to, let's take what you like to do and craft something that aligns with who you are and your mission. Yes. And I know it's easy to sometimes get that shiny object syndrome where we're like, mm-hmm. oh, let's try all these different things. But the reality is when you can act in a way that's aligned, you're going to go further faster, which is really what ultimately people are coming back and saying, why am I not further along? Yeah, absolutely. So Lindsay, how do you define success personally? I would define success as being able to accomplish your personal goals. I am and doing it in a way that feels right to you, that you're not losing who you are in the midst of it. And I would also say that part of success is if you're doing something, everybody needs to get paid, but if you're doing something that you would do it like if I didn't have to get paid I would still do this for this person then that's you you found your niche you found something that you're really passionate about and that's part of being successful I love that yes thank you so you wear so many different hats how do you bring balance and self-care and all of that into your life I have a planner I was looking for it I thought it was on my desk I have a planner (laughs) And I use different color pens. <laughs> yep. I'm with you. I hear you. Yep. And I'm writing everything down. And I use time blocks to help with all these different hats. And there sometimes my self-care may happen because I'm still nursing. So like at five in the morning when I'm pumping, after I'm finished pumping milk, I'm just 
I get a time to woosah because nobody's up. The house is quiet. Right. I'm just in my zone. That's how I find my balance and my self-care and to just keep things aligned. My little calendar is all like each kid. And I say each, like we have like 10 kids. But (laughs) (laughs) it might feel like it, right? It does. So both kids, they each have their own particular color in my calendar so I know who's supposed to be where at what time and then I have a whiteboard calendar that's in our living room (laughs) so everybody knows somebody's like hey I forgot about this like nope here's the schedule this is what we got going on so it kind of we all kind of are on the same page we try to keep everyone in the house on the same page so nobody's like well I forgot so yeah that's great so it sounds like time management's really important to you and finding that those pockets Mm -hmm. where you can have your own quiet think time, alone time, organization, Mm -hmm. and all of that. What do you like to do for fun? For fun, I love wine. (laughs) (laughs) I have been on a little hiatus for uh, for almost Mm -hmm. a year, but my time is up (laughs) once once I stop feeding the baby. But I like wine. I haven't been to like a the sip and paint to haven't been in one of those in a while, but I do like those and like little candle making. I like small, intimate events. I don't like being around a whole lot of people, but small, intimate type of things are very brunch. I'm, I love brunch, brunch over lunch or breakfast any day. Just give me brunch. Wish they had brunch. Great. During the- Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's kind of like what, that's what I like to do. Actually, you know, it's funny. So I just did a candle making for the very first time ever with one of my friends this weekend. And I loved it. It was so relaxing and fun mm-hmm. and creative, right? Yeah. And my husband and I's wedding was brunch themed. Like that was the theme was brunch because we loved oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we called it Brangela Brunch and it was great. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm with you on all, all of those hobbies <laughs> and fun times. So yeah, Lindsay, tell us for folks who are interested in uh, becoming a coach, starting their business, how can they work with you? So if you can work with me through, we have a couple of different ways. We have a complete rebrand package, which is for those that are like, hey, I'm ready to jump out there and be full-time entrepreneur. I'm sick of trading my authenticity for a paycheck. Let's get it. And then we have a new, we're calling it operation brand enhancement so it's like our little top secret mission for um those that just need a done with you service so you just need some assistance and you will get to work with our strategist you'll get to work with me you get to work with copywriter you get to do all those great things but it's just on a smaller scale and we're doing it with you versus doing it all for you and you can find me on instagram and facebook i'm on twitter but i never tweet <laughs> LinkedIn. Wonderful. Yeah. Great. So we'll put how to contact you in the show notes so folks can check that out if they want to work with you. What advice would you give to those who are looking to live their bigger, braver life? I would say take your time and do what's scared. So take your time to get to know what you want. I feel like every you have moments in your life where there's personal or um, business. There'll be moments in your life where like, well, I need to, I need to go left or right. During those moments, you have to really look deep inside yourself and see which way is the best way for you and just follow your gut. You have instincts for a reason. Like, you'll know when you listen to your body, your body will tell you, like, this isn't right. But in our head, we're like, well, I want to do it anyway, so I'm going to do it. I don't care what you're saying about it. Do it 
do what's scared and do what's best for you. It's okay. Selfish gets a bad rep, but sometimes you have to be selfish. Mm-hmm. You got to put those boundaries up and focus. If you want to make it, if you want to do it, yes, go for it. So yeah. I definitely echo all of that advice <laughs> from Lindsay. And so now y'all know that Lindsay can support you if you're looking to make that jump from the nine to five and, mm-hmm. and really seek your entrepreneurial journey. And regardless of where you're at, knowing, like you said before, I can support with that mission, vision, and values to help you make those decisions. And I also use that intuitive leadership is what I call it when you're using your internal knowledge to support you and what's aligned. So we are, we are on the same page. (laughs) So uh, folks who are listening, you can reach out. We'll put all the contact information in the show notes. And thank you so much, Lindsay, for being here today. Such a great conversation. And we will catch you all in the next episode.